don't think it can happen to you. The hit and run chase in California, a motorcycle rider witnessing a driver slam into several cars and then speeding away. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. Tonight about the man suspected of killing a woman in a hit and run and his plan to evade justice. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. Ah, yes. Thank you, Gina. I am on a crusade, but I don't know if it's working because the stories that I have today will tell me something different than what I suspected. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook. We welcome you there at DistractedDB, and you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Amazon. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, so today's show deals with some of the good cops and some of the bad cops. And unfortunately, it's not what you think. It is definitely not what you think. And quite honestly, to tell you the truth, I don't think I believe it either, but it happens. And it happened, and as much as one would like to suspect that things are on the up and up, and the things that are good, and the things that should be, are not. Unfortunately, they are not. There's justice for some, and no justice for others. And it's just a terrible situation. Uh, as we approach the holidays, I, I can tell you this right now, uh, things are still not getting in the way of drunk drivers. There's no cheer or joy in that. One would suspect that it will pick up. It will pick up in a way that one doesn't want to have to have it picked up. Holidays are coming, Christmas, New Year's. You better believe, and I'm warning you now, the law enforcement agency, at least I know out here in California, and I would suspect across America, they're going to be up. They're going to be out. They're going to have a law enforcement day picking up just like they did for Thanksgiving. They'll be on high alert probably around the 23rd on that Friday to probably the 26th, maybe. And then they'll be back again on the 30th until probably the 3rd, the 2nd, maybe the 2nd of January. Hard to believe, but I'm telling you right now, I know the law enforcement's here in California. My sources are telling me they are going to be out. And I've already gave you what they're going to be and what time frame they're going to be out there and what days they're going to be out there. So if you're listening to this podcast 
and you're in California, please let everybody know. And I'm going to guess that in each and every state, they will probably do roughly around the same time frame. Maybe the hours may vary just a little bit, but they are going to be out there. They're going to be doing their thing. They're going to be pulling people over. They're going to be arresting people. And I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you there will be some deaths on the road. I pray that there's not, but I will guarantee you there will be. And I will reach out to the California Highway Patrol to find out what those numbers end up being. I'm hoping that they can say, well, there was zero fatalities during the Christmas and New Year holiday. That would make my jaw drop. That would just go, huh? And that's probably where I would be. But I don't think so. If I was to pick a number, hmm, let me think about this, and I might try to predict a number as much as I hate to try to do something like that. I'm praying that they don't, but maybe I'll pick a number and just see what those numbers are. All right, when we come back from our commercial break, oh yes, yes, it's been a while since we've done it, but I think it's time that we need to do the top story from the previous show. We'll do that when we come back. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher. Thank each and every one of you for listening. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Dresser, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, DistractedDB. You can get the shows, all my archived shows, 
on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Amazon. Just type in a keyword, Distracted DB. All right, so here we are. Here we are thinking about all this kind of crazy stuff about a week or so ago. It was Thanksgiving. Uh, people were getting ready to go out and cook their turkeys and get their salads and all the goods and all the, 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 the baked goods and everything. But yet there are some people who, well, they just don't get with the spirit. So here we go with the top story from the previous week. And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. All right, the top story from the previous show comes from Fox 10 down in San Diego. And if you remember that one, that one was kind of strange in its own right. And where you had one car, two homes, and the homeowners had their whole Thanksgiving day just totally ruined. And I want to thank, again, Fox 10 down in Phoenix for allowing me to use the sound. Two families going to be spending their holidays cleaning up a big mess. Because a car barrels right into two different homes at 35th Avenue and Camelback. And look at this scene. Police tell us a driver, after he crashed into these two homes, took off on foot. That person is still on the run this morning. Police suspecting they're probably uh, drunk or uh, some other sort of impairment. <coughs> but look at the, the damage to that house. The, the car on its side is gone. This truck got taken out, the carport got taken out, that red car got taken out, the fence in front of the one house. There was somebody inside this house here preparing their Thanksgiving dinner in the kitchen when this car almost came right through it. So we talked to a witness who was walking by moments after that crash. This is very shocking for me to just be walking home and to see all it is, like, especially them crashing into their house. That's very crazy for them to put them in danger like that. But a lot of people could have got hurt. Like, this could have went really bad during the day because I know a lot of people who, like, walk down here all the time. Yeah, it definitely could have been a lot worse, but this is still pretty bad. Looks like there's a lot of damage to that house. And it's a, it's a, one of those block houses, and, and the walls all crunched in. So a lot of cleanup to do. The incident under investigation. All right, and again, I want to thank Fox 10 out in Phoenix for allowing me to use the sound. Yes, I'm sure their Thanksgiving was just fabulous after that drunken stupor guy went ahead and crashed in not only one home, but two homes, and it just totally made no sense why this guy is out and about and on the streets. All right, so let's turn our attention to this week's problems that I'm dealing with in these shows, talking about a bad cop, and then you have a good cop who ended up paying the ultimate price because of some moron out there drunk behind the wheel. Now let's focus on the bad cop first. And this story comes from WPLG Local 10, and I think they're down out of Florida. And if it serves me right, an off-duty police officer was arrested accused of drunk driving in his squad car. In his squad car. He was 42 years old, damages to other cars, and according to my sources, he was hired back then in 2017. It's pretty old to be as an officer just recently hired. So, not sure what that is all about. But I can tell you this, 
according to my sources, this is his first DUI. Well, it shouldn't have been any DUI because he is wearing the badge. He is wearing the uniform of that state. He is law and order for us. He's there to serve and protect people, not to go out and get drunk and do crazy stuff, driving around, hitting other vehicles in his squad car. This is what I call a bad officer. And I know there's a lot of great officers out there. I've talked to them. I've done events with them. They're great. But every now and then, just like in every other business, you have one or two bad apples, and they just kind of like really ruin it for people. And again, this story comes from WPLG Local 10, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. And developing right now here at noon, a Miami-Dade police officer is under arrest. He is accused of driving drunk in a squad car while off-duty over the weekend, and Local 10 News reporter Roy Ramos is live with the details of the arrest. Jadison Christie, yeah, he's a Miami-Dade police officer who unfortunately found himself on the other side of the law after investigators say he was driving his marked police cruiser while under the influence. Let's go ahead and show you what he looks like. You are looking at the mugshot of 42-year-old Leopold Lewis. The Miami-Dade police officer was arrested Sunday after Hollywood police said he crashed his marked police cruiser while driving under the influence. In court and based on his charges, we learned the officer caused damage to another unoccupied vehicle. And according to Miami-Dade police, he was hired with an apartment back in 2017. And this is his first DUI offense. Now, I did reach out to Miami-Dade County Police Department. Director Freddie Ramirez said he is aware of the arrest and released this statement that read, I have been informed by the Hollywood Police Department that one of our officers was arrested for driving under the influence in a marked police vehicle. This officer placed the public in danger in the same vehicle that the community has entrusted as a symbol of protection. I will not tolerate any representative of the Miami-Dade Police Department to jeopardize the community's trust. We will allow the Hollywood Police Department to conduct their investigation with complete transparency and have complete faith in the judicial process. Now, I can tell you that Lewis has been relieved of duty with pay. He is facing a number of charges that include driving under the influence and driving under the influence while causing damage to another unoccupied vehicle. He has since posted his $1,000 bond and is expected to walk out of the Broward County Jail at any moment. When he does, we'll be sure to ask him about those charges. For now, in Fort Lauderdale, Roy Ramos, Local 10 News. All right, and I want to thank WPLG Local 10 News for allowing me to use the sound. And it, you hear what they say. They're going to allow the Hollywood Division to go ahead and do their investigation and that they do not tolerate. They do not tolerate this kind of action. Now, with that said, let's scroll over to my question of the week. My question of the week dealt with when I sent it out on my Twitter. I sent it out with, when are the judges going to get tough on these kinds of perpetrators? Let's just think about that for a little bit. Because the reason why that's my question of the week this week, and we can get into that much later on, but I would venture to say it has to do with my next story. But in the meantime, I hope this guy out in Florida, Miami-Dade, stays locked up for just a little bit longer. 
let it make it through the holidays before he's back out on the street. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Jester, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDVTV, at DistractedDVTV, and of course on Facebook, DistractedDV. And you can get this show and all my archive shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Amazon. Just type in the keyword DistractedDV, and that you can find all my archive shows. Okay, so the question I had posed prior to going to the commercial break was... When are judges going to get tough on these kinds of perpetrators? The reason why, and when I'm talking about perpetrators, I'm talking about, you know, the DUI drivers, the drunk drivers, the people who drink or do drugs or anything that kind of can impair them of their functionalities or their functions behind the wheel. That's what I'm looking for. When are we going to get tough on that? Because here in California... It's a very sad story that came out in regards to a Riverside Sheriff deputy and his daughter. See, they were both killed. And you can bet your bottom dollar it was done by what or whom or how. That would be your question. Well, we already know who got killed, a deputy, or I'm sorry, a Riverside Sheriff's deputy and his daughter were killed in a head-on crash by an alleged drunk driver. The daughter was only 20 years old, 20, barely graduating high school, probably her first 
maybe second year in college, if she attended college or she was getting ready to, nobody really knows for sure, or people do know, but I don't know. The male driver who hit her or hit both of them, 47 years old. Now, are you going to tell me at the age of 47, you have never heard of the slogan, don't drink and drive? If you're telling me that, then you're probably going to try to sell me the Brooklyn Bridge. Because, yeah, you didn't know that that was not for sale. And if that's the case, you must think I was born last night. No. I may have been born at night, but not last night. And this, this is the thing. It just never ends with these guys. And yet, I hearken back to my question that I had for you guys. Uh, uh, when are the judges going to get tough on these kinds of perpetrators? Two people lost their lives because of somebody being rude, crude, and didn't give a rat's ass about anybody else but themselves to go out, have fun, have a good time, and then get behind the wheel and just drive down the road. And hopefully that they will be okay. It just pisses me off to no end that people are dying on the road and they are 110% preventable. 110% preventable. And yet, this guy, if he's caught, and I've still got to follow up on that, if, what, did he get a slap on the hand? Is he out? Did he die? I still got to find out. So here's a story that we got from ABC7 here in Los Angeles, and I want to thank them for allowing me to use the sound on this horrific story. Again, ABC7 here in Los Angeles. A horrific head-on crash in Moreno Valley has killed a member of the Riverside County Sheriff's Department and his daughter. Inland Empire Bureau Chief Rob McMillan joins us live in Moreno Valley with more on what led up to the deadly wreck and why investigators say drunk driving is to blame. Rob. Well, not only was a member of the Riverside County Sheriff's Department killed in this crash, but as you were saying, so was his 20-year-old daughter when a suspected DUI driver hit them head-on. It happened just before 9 o'clock last night on Gilman Springs Road in the east end of Moreno Valley. The CHP says 47-year-old Scott Bales was driving a Chevy truck when he crossed over the center divider into oncoming traffic and he slammed head-on into a Honda Insight that was headed in the opposite direction. 45-year-old Daniel Jax Jr., a corporal in the Riverside County Sheriff's Department who worked in the Indio Jail, was killed in the crash along with his 20-year-old daughter, Hannah. The driver who crashed into them was arrested on suspicion of DUI. His passenger was hospitalized with major injuries. Now, this stretch of road has seen many fatal wrecks over the years. The CHP says people who drive under the influence make it even more dangerous. Gilman Springs in particular, they've done a lot to make it safer. They've separated the roadways uh, by two feet and added two sets of double yellow lines as well as rumble strip and uh, raised plastic delineators to hopefully have this not happen. Um, however, if you're DUI, uh, that changes things. There's no reason at all to be driving drunk now. We have so many different rideshare services and public transportations and taxis. Um, there's absolutely no reason. It's, it's totally preventable. 
Now, the CHP says Bales is facing possible homicide charges in addition to the charge for DUI. The Riverside County Sheriff's Department says Jax was off duty at the time of this fatal crash. He had been with the department since 2008. I want to thank ABC7 for allowing me to use the sound. From 2008, he was with the agency that he was at. His daughter, 20 years old, gone. The deputy, the corporal, gone. Just like that. A blink of an eye. You hear it in the opening that I have for my podcast show each and every week. It takes a blink of an eye. Boom, your life is gone. You've changed. It's, everything's totally different. Why? Why do these things still continue to happen? Because this is what happens. Oh, we get a slap on the hand. You're going to be okay. Go ahead. Do your thing. Get out there. Yeah, you'll be okay. Just don't do it again, okay? Okay. No. Lock them up. Lock these guys up and make examples of some of these people because their family is totally destroyed. He destroyed them, and he gets to maybe get out on bail, on bond, or whatever the case might be, and he's going to probably skip court. I ain't saying that for sure, but I'm just guessing. I think of the worst-case scenarios with these guys. These perpetrators have got to stop. They know about drinking and driving. Don't text and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't get behind the wheel. And just like just like the, the, the deputy, you know, they mentioned it. It's, he mentioned it. There's ride services now. There's Uber. There's Lyft. There's taxi. You can call your mom. You can call your coworkers. You can call your brothers, your sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews. I don't care. You can call somebody and get a ride home. You can call somebody and leave your car there locked up. It'll be safe. You come back the next day and get it. But you getting into your truck or your car and you go and you kill somebody, your life is destroyed. Not to mention you just destroyed somebody else's family. When is it going to stop? I'm begging you. I'm pleading with you right now. When will it stop? If you can't make it stop, we're in trouble. That's why I asked that question. And I'll go back to it for the fourth or fifth time today. When are the judges going to get tough on these kinds of perpetrators? No Christmas. No Thanksgiving. No Christmas. No New Year's for the deputy and his daughter. And now the, now the family members, the remaining family members. And if he had any brothers or sisters, and what about his parents? Their hearts have been ripped out. It's just that easy to understand. If I can understand it, and I tell you what, I am not the sharpest tool in the shed. Let me tell you that right now. I am not the sharpest tool in the shed. I really didn't have a lot of good grades in high school, but I learned from life's experiences. I'm one of those people that have to do things to understand what's going on and what not to do and what's 
okay to do? What's prohibited by law? What's this? Is it true? Well, I'll tell you a story in my next podcast show about the day that I decided never, ever, 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 ever drink and drive. I will tell you that story, and I swear to God, it's going to be the truth. Trust me. I'm going to make a note right now. Hold on. Let me write this down. Next show. Next show. S-H-O-W. D, no, not D-U-I, because I didn't get pulled over. Uh, Blackout. Black. Blackout. Okay. And I stopped drinking and driving. I will tell you about that, but I will tell you that I was like 26, 27 years old at the time when it happened. From that point on, uh uh-uh, never again. I learned a lesson. I didn't have to kill anybody. I thought I did, but I didn't. I thought I was going to kill myself, but I didn't. It was a wake-up call. Some people have a hard time getting wake-up calls. And usually when that happens, law enforcement should step in. The judges should step in and make examples of people. I am thoroughly pissed off at this thing. That family has been ripped apart. I don't want to see that happen again. I don't want to hear about it. If there was no DUIs or hit and runs, hell, I would talk about sports or something. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Until next week, be safe. The holidays are around the corner. Remember, I don't want to die today. Do you? Until then, be safe. Thank you.